0: Ever seen a lame man walk? Ever heard a dumb man talk? Never seen a blind man
1: see? I promise you a change is Ever seen a cancelled death? never seen all the poor get fed? Ever seen a prisoner set free? I promise you a change is <laughs> it is Labor Day. Labor Day. I hope you're having a great Labor Day wherever you're at. Hopefully, you got the day off. If you don't have the day off, then sorry. Anyway, this is the Big C Bigger T podcast. I'm your boy, Travis Johnson Bigger T, and I'm joined as always by my man, the one with the plan. Don't call him Stan. I, I'd get into that all the time. I'd, yeah, you.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to come up with a new stick, my man. I
1: know. I need a new one there. New so anyway, shit. Clint Clark, Big C. Yeah.
0: How are you, buddy? Man, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling refreshed. Um, yeah. wrapping up wrapping up the old vacation. Yeah, uh, you've been off for a few days, hadn't you? Oh, I no. I no. I've been in Las Vegas, Nevada. In uh, Vegas. Yeah, you know, I like you know I, we've talked about on the podcast. You know, I like doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, so I've actually, I the biggest Jiu Jitsu tournament in the world is in Las Vegas, Nevada, no Master more. Worlds. <laughs> Master, yeah, Master Worlds done by IBJJF, uh, which believe stands for International Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Federation. Ah, okay. So, yes, yeah, a little bit of knowledge for you. So, but unfortunately, as you know, Travis, uh, I'm dealing with an injury right now and mm-hmm. it's best that I don't roll. So I'd already bought my plane tickets, um, everything paid for the house. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go just enjoy Vegas. I had, I had a teammate that was competing. So I went and watched him grapple mm-hmm. Other than that I really got to get out and, and like, enjoy it and not have to worry about, uh, oh, better watch what I eat tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, I had food poisoning last year, so how did that work out? But yeah. it was like, I don't have to worry about, okay, this is too heavy. I don't need to eat this. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I can – like, if I want to eat a hot dog on my way to the tournament, I can eat a hot dog on my way to the tournament. Yeah. Um, down that dog. Yeah, just down it. I mean, I was like – but my goodness, I think I gained 30 pounds while we were while I was gone. So, if I'm looking tubbier on this podcast, it's called <laughs> Now Gordon where Ram- did
1: you, now you went to eat at some epic places? Now tell us some. I, I want like I don't want I don't care about it. I want to hear about the food.
0: Yeah. Okay. Not one. I went to Hell's Kitchen because, as wow. you know, I've told y'all I'm I'm like I'm a I'm a big time uh, Gordon Ramsay fan. I like watching his shows. Um, but so went to Hell's Kitchen. Had the uh, beef Wellington. It was it was it was spectacular. The beef wellington? Yeah, they had no, they have like a like a main they there's a fancy name for it, but it's like the signature dishes on the show. So mm-hmm. I got that. It was a three-course meal. Got scallops. And I'm not a big seafood they, guy. They don't you know, Clint, um one thing I'm worried about now.
1: Yeah. Those two things you just mentioned, they don't serve those at the Wagon
0: Wheel and They don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I mean, they're bringing out all this fancy food. Like, this is a potato puree, and this is on pea puree. Pure. Know,
1: y'all got waffle fries?
0: <laughs> puree. <laughs> you got waffle fries? It's a puree. Uh, yeah, it's a waffle fry puree. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we so we did that on night one, and then um, which was just, and I it was a big deal to me. Like, it was cool to go to health care and, yeah. and, and do that. Just being, being a, and man, you know. And it's one of the things you expect it to, you know, you're used to going places when they're busy and it being a long wait, but that was, that's a freaking machine, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, boom, boom, boom. I think by the time we sit down the time I walked out the door, it's probably 30, 45 minutes. Really? Uh, I mean, it was, yeah, it, yeah you know, they, they and that was, you know, getting appetizers. I mean, neither me or my wife either one drink. So it just, you don't have to worry about that, but yeah. Um, so that, that saves us a lot of money and a lot of time. Yeah. So we, um, so, yeah, so we got the scallops, got the beef Wellington, and then the sticky toffee pudding. That just was fun. It was more of a cake consistency, but it was spectacular. Nice. It, it was spectacular. Then uh, my buddy competed, and we went to this uh, restaurant called the uh, Blueberry Hill Cafe, which we'd had last year. Mm. I got the pigs in the blanket. Yeah, pigs. Okay, but it's pretty much like a sausage link. Yeah. Like ground like ground sausage, like the kind you find in patties. Mm-hmm. Wrapped in a pancake. Mm. You dip it. Deep fried. Or you dip it in stuff. Yeah, you dip it in in in, in uh in in that. In uh, mm-hmm. syrup, syrup. Now the next morning it has become a tradition. And me and Johnny, my wife, we all just absolutely love this place. And we had new friends with the first time they'd ever been to Vegas. And We were like, we gotta introduce you to Ash House or go go. It is, it is, uh, it is my friend Johnny's Graceland. Okay. It is. And, and the first year we went, they had researched it and we went there and they had, I had a red velvet waffle then. Oh, no. This time I got a vanilla waffle. It's called the truck tractor driver breakfast. Scrambled eggs, that, uh, sausage, and then, then a vanilla waffle. Wow. My wife got a churro waffle.
1: Oh, that sounds good.
0: Yeah, it yeah, it's real good. Now you can get that either breakfast with syrup, or you can get it with ice cream, like a that'd dessert. Be almost like a that'd be almost like cinnamon toast crunch in a in a waffle. It is so good. <laughs> it is so. It is so. See, and I, I felt weird because they their biscuits and gravy looked really really good too. Uh, um, but it's like, man, do I really want to come all the way to Las Vegas and eat biscuits and gravy? Yes. <laughs> I, you know, and i I'd honestly wish well, – next time I'm going to get some – I'm going to – next next year I go, next time I go, I'm going to get the biscuits and gravy just because just, I, I can.
1: Yeah. Hey, eat what you can. You don't eat so much at one
0: sitting, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, and then I went to this little quaint place for breakfast called Panera Bread a couple of times. You love Panera Bread. I do love – they closed the one down in Conway, and no one was more devastated about it than me because I'd eat there two or three times a week. Panera
1: Bread, if you're out there, you need to sponsor this podcast because yeah. he's your biggest fan.
0: Yeah, or at least open the Conway location back up. Yeah, he'd be a happy camper. Yeah, I'd be okay, Yeah, I'd be doing I'd be doing flips down the hallway. Y'all did that. That's right.
1: Well, Clint, it was uh my weekend was pretty uh, you know, pretty normal. Uh when called my second game. That I got to experience small time football. Uh a little bit as a radio broadcaster I had to broadcast from the visitor stands they didn't have there's no room for me at the end in the uh in the press box oh wow and they were like well you can you can broadcast from the roof if you want I said yeah I'm, I'm not a roof broadcaster they said well there's a plug-in on the visitor side and I went over there and like the visitor stand had trees growing out from underneath the stands where was this at again it was in Murfreesboro Okay. They had a pretty nice stadium. I mean, you know, they had a lot of seats for a small school. But anyway, so, uh, <clears throat> I, you know, I'm the radio man for Bearden. Bearden's on a 0-15 losing streak. The game was a 0-0 tie.
0: Hey, do you ever feel like um, Rob Schneider in a – in necessary roughness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just sort of, yeah. Fumble, fumble ruski, fumble liar. Well, that's – this game, though, man, Clint, these – well, the thing is, these boys are man. – they're playing so hard. and uh, Yeah,
0: and, and you, it's easy to root for a team when you can tell, like, maybe they're not as talented and not as good as somebody else, but they just play their little hearts out. Well, and last year
1: they didn't play hard. This is a team that they had guys quitting in the middle of the game, stuff like that, and so – these guys are playing their hearts out and, and they, the first game they lost, but they came out in the second half and won the second half. So that, you know, after being, having a real bad second quarter, well, this game, I mean, it was a dogfight defensively and both teams just kept making mistakes, fumbles, uh, uh, Bearden had a, had a long run and a, and a guy there was a holding call brought it back, just all kinds of stuff. Right. Finally, Murfreesboro gets the ball, and oh, and by the way, at the end of the first half, Bearden made a goal line stand and kept them out of the end zone to keep it zero zero. I'm thinking we're going to be there till today. Like I'm thinking, oh, we're going to be here through Memorial Day. These guys are going overtime. Oh, right. none of them's going to be able to score. Anyway, Murfreesboro finally punched one in uh, with less than a minute left. And then Bearden made a little run down the field, but didn't, couldn't make it. So, anyway, but it was interesting because I'm calling from the visitor stands, just sitting, you know, top top row, fifty yard line. <laughs> I got people from my church sitting beside me, helping me. I was by myself calling, so I had a guy helping, like, tell me numbers of people and stuff like that. So, anyway, it was an interesting, uh, interesting deal. But here's here's the bad thing. I'm about 45 minutes from Arkadelphia. I hadn't eaten yet. So I'm thinking, you know, I live in South Arkansas. I don't live in Conway. We don't have Wendy's. We don't have Burger King. Like The closest Wendy's and Burger King is an hour from me. Clint. Right. Okay. So I don't get those on a regular basis. You know, yeah. There's no
0: bot squad where you live. So
1: I'm thinking right where I get into Arkadelphia, there's a Wendy's. And I love their spicy chicken sandwich, one of my oh. all-time favorites. Hadn't had one in a long time.
0: I thought you were the chicken cordon blue guy. Huh? I thought you were a chicken cordon blue that's guy. That's at Arby's. That's at Arby's. Right. My bad. I get – yeah, That's okay.
1: Arby's would have been closed. They, they closed earlier. But anyway, yeah. so I'm thinking I'm going to stop there. I get there. I pull in line. There's a line wrapped around the building on the drive-thru. And I'm like, I don't care, I'm gonna wait. Okay, I'm about halfway home then, or I'm about an hour from home then. And then, so I'm sitting there and all of a sudden the line goes away. They close. I look at the clock, it's 11 o'clock. They close with a line wrapped around the building. At 11 o'clock in a college town, on a Friday night after their home team just their their team just played a game that that night at home, I'm like, are y'all kidding me? You're closing at midnight. I mean at eleven. Burger King was closed. So I go to Taco Bell. It's last resort, right? You were li- you wanted to live moss, don't lie. I wanted to live moss. <laughs> I order the little box they have right now, which is like a a grilled cheese burrito something right ordered a chicken grilled cheese burrito in their box you know it comes with like a grilled cheese burrito a chalupa a taco and nachos and a drink i get to the window and they give me a bag full of stuff and i'm like this kind of looks like more, but there's a whole line because everywhere else is shut down. And so I'm not wanting to count everything, you know, right there in front of them. So I just pull on forward. and I drive down the road a little ways and I stop and I start looking. I'm like, there's like 20 things in here. I think, Clint, they got rid of all the stuff they had cooked and couldn't get rid of that day because I had like soft tacos. regular. I had my food that I ordered Right. I had like an extra burrito. I had all this different stuff, like,
0: and yeah. that stuff doesn't keep. Can I tell oh. you what happened, Travis? Okay, what happened? I'm gonna tell you what happened. Okay. They 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 looked at your stature, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "This boy hungry. That's right. This boy hungry. Well, we got all this leftover food. What can we do? Just give it to this boy." Yeah.
1: Well, it ended up in the dumpster at the school that I work at because I drove right by there. <laughs> And I ate ate a couple things. I'm like, man, I ain't gonna take this home because cold Taco Bell is not that tasty. Yeah, I disagree
0: with you. I think Taco Bell, especially soft tacos, heat pretty decent. Do they? Okay, well, yeah, that's my opinion. You take for for those of you listening, let us know is Taco Bell reheatable? And I'm reheating a lot of things. The air fryers change the game. Well, see, I don't have an air fryer, so yeah, it could. You need you need to get on my level, son. I need to, okay. Because them things, air fryers change the game. It is the greatest invention in the history of inventions. Oh yeah, well that's
1: what I hear, and I need to. um, Now we got a lot to talk about, Clint. We probably talked. We probably jibber jabbered a little too much here. So let's talk. First of all, our holy shnikes moments. You have one. that happened to you yeah it was probably a little shocking it
0: it was it was it was out there man it was out there tell us about you went to a ghost town uh yeah it's called cryolite Uh, i guess what they did is an old mining town it's about an hour and a half outside vegas it's like four miles from the california border pretty much in death valley um like you drive, like you're driving, driving. You drive past the prison, the Air Force base that's butted up against Area 51. Um, so you're 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 going, you're going yeah. for a while out there. So we're out in this ghost town because Johnny, um, the the guy that owns the Jiu Jitsu gym that I go to, he he goes out there to coach, and um, I was long for the ride this time. But he likes photography, and he wanted to try his hand at astrophotography and we went Red Rock Canyon. And we're taking pictures out there, kind of at dusk and dark, but there oh, were yeah. still cars driving up that road. So we're like, let's go out to this ghost town. We'll get some astrophotography, see the ghost town. Beautiful drive, watching the sunset down like over the mountains. So it, it's dark; it is pitch black, but we're you know still able to see and do photography. So there, there was only two other cars out there, and they were kind of hanging out in this area, and but he wanted to go back up there and take pictures is where they were like, okay, well, the only people out there are still them. And they were, you know, doing photography as well. What I didn't know that once it got dark, they were going to do an artistic photo shoot, artistic photo shoot, artistic photo shoot. The, the ladies were no longer wearing clothes. Oh, that kind of art. Yeah. That kind of art. And it was just like, what? Like, I mean, you know, the last thing you expect when you go out to the middle of freaking, like, literally, I couldn't have been more out in the middle of nowhere. If I had got murdered, it would have been a second before somebody found me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's just be honest. So we're pretty much in the middle of nowhere, and they're just doing this artistic photo shoot, and it's like, our presence does not matter to them. Yeah. Just, it's like, hey. Huh.
1: That's not something you happen upon in the wilds of Arkansas too much. No,
0: no, and it's, <laughs> no and it is no, it's not like I, it wasn't like I was in actual Las Vegas, you know, yeah, where yeah. you expect to see maybe some yeah. out there things. Yeah, I was pretty much in Death Valley, man. Sort of in a touristy place, right? Yeah, it was a touristy place because it was after dark. Yeah, yeah. So and like- man, but you're driving out there. I mean, you know, you're driving out there for a while. And I don't think there's too many people oh, what out if, there.
1: What if, some, what if some dad who also likes to do photography, because everybody, you know, there's lots of folks that get into photography nowadays. Yeah. And uh, so what if some dad, like, had his family out there and like, hey, kids, let's go take some pictures here.
0: <laughs> your eyes, <laughs> your eyes. Cover your eyes, kids. No, there was this. Like, I wouldn't hardly get out of the car because there was a sign that says, Watch out for rattlesnakes.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And I'm like, uh-uh, no, yeah. Uh uh, no, no, yeah. I can't see either. Mm-mm, this boy ain't getting bit. Well, see, and, that, and that's one thing,
1: you know, moving down South Arkansas, we have a lot more rattlesnakes down here. So I've learned to worry about those more than living up in Greenbrier. You know, we did, we copperheads were the worst up there. But yeah, but out there, just rattlesnakes are those are serious business
0: now the day i was out there was the hottest day in september on record ever in death valley wow so, yeah it, that's it was, like we went out to the hoover dam at some point and it was just too hot to do anything because all that concrete it was it was Did just you amazing. find
1: somebody that was saying it wasn't me it was the one-armed man no, I
0: didn't. Right. I didn't get out of the car. I mean, it's like, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stops water.
1: Way to go. Yeah.
0: But, you no, know, it was an impressive structure, but it's like, it was too hot. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I got a couple of Holy Snikes moments. Yeah. And it has to do with high school football. Uh, Arkadelphia 4A school is really good. They beat Camden Fairview last week. They were playing, which is a 5A school. They were playing, which Camden Fairview beat El Dorado this week, by the way. Um, uh, They were playing Hot Springs at Henderson State University because Arcadelphia's field's getting to new turf. Arcadelphia comes from behind. Now, Hot Springs is coached by one of the best coaches I've ever seen coach in high school ball. Uh, Coach Burnett was defensive coordinator for Camden Fairview and um, uh, came from like I was skeptical when they hired him because he came from Gurdon as a just a position coach. I hired him a defensive coordinator at a 5A school that was in the running for state championship, and he transformed that defense and won. They won the state championship a lot because his defense was so good, right? Well, anyway, he's the head coach at Hot Springs, and he's you know, that's a team that they're on the come up. Arkadelphia's got a young coach, Trey Shucker, who's a a great young coach. Um, Anyway, Arkadelphia makes a comeback, scores with no time left on the clock, decides to go for two at home. They throw it to a young man who's – I forget his first name. I'm sorry. I'm not saying his first name, but his last name is Babb. Because he's a friend of mine's son, he's kind of a just a not not the biggest guy, not the fastest guy, but one of those sure hand good receivers for Arkadelphia. He catches the two point conversion, they win on the big comeback. So just a just a walk off win, gutsy call going for two end of the game. Then Greenwood is playing their behind. If you haven't heard, Clint, Greenwood has a quarterback.
0: I have heard this.
1: It's a ninth grader. His name is Kane Archer. He's playing on the varsity team. He's being recruited by, oh, let's see, Arizona, Arkansas, Rice, Florida State, Hawaii, Louisville, Michigan, and –
0: No, Arkansas has offered him, Correct.
1: Yes, all these people have offered
0: him. I mean, so pretty much he's going to be able to write, go where Miss, Missouri, A&M. Yeah. As a ninth grader, Clint.
1: Right, yeah. However, he's not the starter. Well, this is Greenwood. They're a machine. They put out, you know, they have players on the roster that could do great no matter what, right? Yeah. Well, something happens, and I'm not sure how, Archer ends up in the game. I don't know if it was a coach's decision. I don't know if someone got hurt. Whatever, but he ends up in the game at the end of the at the end of the game. Brings him back and wins the game on a hail mary. But the hail mary, if you watch it, it's it's not just like a like they're running it like a hail mary. They're going down the sideline, but he throws it kind of early and catches the guy. About the five yard line where he can come back to it, like it was a beautiful play. It was like him and the receiver knew what they were going to do. Yeah, the guy comes back to it and then runs it in for the touchdown, for the game winner.
0: Awesome. Yeah, like it was probably a well designed play because once you try to get to the end zone and knock it down, you throw it ten yards and then you've got a chance to just yeah run it in. So
1: so anyway, two great high school endings. Awesome place. Now, now, speaking of great endings, how about them hogs? How about them hogs, folks?
0: Yeah.
1: How about them hogs? Now, Clint, here's the deal, okay? You don't have to go far. You look on Facebook and elsewhere and message boards. There's a lot of people unhappy with a lot of things with this win.
0: How do you feel about it? Them people need to shut up. <laughs> Uh yeah I'm with you yeah. dude okay first off that everybody's like okay Cincinnati's an FCS team Cincinnati yeah they graduated nine players they did they graduated nine players in the NFL it happens they're not a top 14 anymore mm-hmm. but can, Travis do you think there's 20 teams in this country that are better than Cincinnati no do you think there's 15 teams better than Cincinnati Probably not. So, but I don't think you'd
1: go ten teams. I, I think mean, like, that very well could be their only loss of the year.
0: No, and it's going to be. They're they're anywhere between. This is not. This is not an AAC team. You know what I'm saying, or all, whatever their conference is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's not. I mean, th- 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 this is a. I, I think if Cincinnati's in the Big Twelve this year, even with Texas and Oklahoma there's a con- there's conversation about them being in the championship game. I think same thing if they're in the Pac-12. I think Cincinnati would probably finish fourth or fifth in the SEC West, in my humble opinion. Mm. That's if they can hold up against the grind. Yeah. You, you know, if we catch Cincinnati week five, there's a chance that they've gelled, but there's also a chance they're beat up from yeah. – they're a little beat up, more beat up, because they don't have uh, – the depth Arkansas does. But Cincinnati is a very, very good, very well coached football team. Mm-hmm. And I agree. 100 like Sam Pittman when he saw Cincinnati's on the schedule, he's like, why? Yeah. Like, why are we doing that? Yeah. Gonna... Cincinnati wasn't Cincinnati when you scheduled Cincinnati.
1: Yeah.
0: These schedules were done years, years in advance, and you probably thought it was a rental win. Yeah. Uh, it was not. It was one of the marquee games in college football. Yeah. I watched it in Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm. Uh, I really wanted to go down to Caesar's Sportsbook and watch it there so I could watch people lose their minds with every play. Yeah. Um what are, what are your thoughts about the about the people chirping?
1: I I think it's uh I think it's terrible. Uh there's there's things to worry about, okay? And and you know last week, Clint, I I I Marco Poloed our little group and I was starting to worry. I had a worry. Yeah. I had a thought jump in my mind, you know, because, you know, I mean, with everything, we overanalyze stuff. And I was overanalyzing a little bit, maybe not too much, because I may have been right about some of it. But one thing I kept hearing was these receivers are so good and our defensive backs are good, right? But then the people that I thought were going to go to the top at defensive back. I still saw weaknesses in our defensive backfield. Okay, even with when we saw who was starting everything, I'm thinking, okay, I know those guys. I still I still wonder if our defensive backs, and so I started thinking, are receivers really as good as what we're seeing, or is it because they're going against defensive backs that aren't that good? Okay, that that was my worry last week. Right. Yeah. Now for the receivers, I liked what I saw. Oh, I loved what I saw. I think Hazelwood looked good. I thought Thompson, even though he didn't get, I wish he would have got more balls to him. But Thompson looked like he was playing like a man possessed. I thought uh, Matt Chandler yeah. looked like, yeah, looked good out there. Okay, that first play, I'm like, yeah, throw him the ball more. Yeah, Landers, Landers definitely Landers. I called him yeah. Chandler, didn't I? Landers, he looked I'm like, yeah, throw that dude the ball more. He looks like a SEC receiver.
0: Um and, and that's not it, and that's just catches. I mean, you know, Trey Knox's big run that he busted was because of a great block by Keatron Jackson. Definitely. The little the little things that don't show up in the thing. And then, you know, we also you saw Malik Hornsby on the field. He got a throwback, supposed to be a double pass. It wasn't there. They covered it well. He he took off, made a good and, run. and how
1: many guys Clint would have went ahead and thrown that.
0: Oh a lot. But that's the difference between having an actual quarterback over there yeah. and Trey Knox or you know who, that, who was a, that was a wonderful play. And I thought, and a couple other times Hornsby was out there, I thought he
1: ran some good routes. Uh um, I, I just I thought I'm not too worried about the receivers. I think we're gonna get more production out of that. I mean KJ, I mean KJ had good production anyway, right? But I think we're going to get, we're going to see more out of those receivers as the season goes on. Because we're, let's, let's not forget, this was the first game. We, we had first game last year against Rice. We had, it took us a while to get going, right? And that was Rice. This was stinking Cincinnati.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Now,
0: I will admit, everyone 22 game non bowl winning streak. Yeah. They had lost a game in two years that was not a bowl game. That's right. Well, and here's the other thing. The other thing people are gripping about are the D-backs,
1: right? I thought our D-backs played pretty well. I do too. I think, but I do think that is our weakest part of our team. I would agree. Because of speed. I don't think because of mentality. I don't think because of necessarily ability. I think against faster teams and look we played one of the fastest receiver cores Saturday that we're going to face all year I mean Alabama you know Ole Miss some of them are going to have fast receiving cores we're going to have to worry about but they had two guys that their coaches say run four two nines okay now when they go to the when they go to the combine they're going to run like you know four three nines or four fours right yeah, luck forward. but our d backs are going to run four sixes at the combine or four fives at the combine okay you can't tell me Hudson Clark's going to run in the four fours you can't tell me uh McLaughlin okay that was one thing he did a great job on that interception but he looked slow Clint <laughs> he didn't he
0: look mean, all he that got, he, he got he got called now I, I one thing, people love to hate on Hudson Clark. They really do. Yeah. Hudson Clark played a heck of a ball game. He did. He did. He played a heck of a ball game. Um, I, I was really impressed with him. I think you saw a difference in this in the secondary once Catalan and Slusher went down. That's yes, you're right. You 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 didn't see those deep passes, you know, beforehand. And hopefully, is there any was there any word on the condition of them two? No, you know, Pittman doesn't give out a lot of stuff.
1: It, but you know, he just says, We're hopeful, is about all he says on them. Um, he uh, could, they could
0: have torn ACLs. He's like, We're hopeful.
1: I'm worried about Catalan. Yeah, I'm worried about Catalan. Um, I don't know. We, I may be wrong to worry, but I'm, I'm worried about him and I'm worried about. You know, Slusher, that was a hard, you know that that was rough looking. In fact, Pittman said he was really worried about it. You know, Pittman ran out there to him and you know yeah. was checking on him on the field because it looked bad. You know, when he the way he get the way he, when he went to tackle that guy, the way his head went sideways and stuff, yeah. it looked kind of rough. But hopefully, it's nothing serious. But um they he did say Isaiah Nichols is okay, but he'll be back. So. Yeah. Uh, But Catalan and Slusher, they're just still waiting and seeing on them.
0: I I tell you, but I did leave the game. um, Other than secondary feeling really good about the front or defensive front.
1: Yeah, the defensive front did a good job. I think we held them to like three-something yards at average rushing, something like that. And that's Um, against an offensive line. Now, now, they were
0: without their center.
1: Yeah, they, they lost their center right before the game you know like not long before the game I mean now last week towards ACL I believe yeah so that 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 hurt them but still you know I mean they our our defensive line looked pretty good uh Terry Hampton had a great game you know he did it he did his job up front you know he didn't you know he had a couple big plays but I mean as far as stats wise it wasn't a stat you know pumping game but he he looked pretty good. Landers looked good. Um uh, uh Dominic uh Jordan Dominic yeah.
0: looked good. Uh Landon Jackson looked good. Uh, yeah. Cam Ball had that 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 one.
1: <laughs> he's like, I <"You> didn't <laughs> it, do it on purpose.
0: Yeah, I know. That guy was hopping by
1: him and <laughs> he just kind of shrugged him off. And, yeah, he's just he's reacting just, to him and knocked
0: yeah. the guy down. He played uh, a good game, too. I mean, he he was eating some blocks. Yeah. I mean, the idea of what Arkansas wants to do on defense especially is they want those defense linemen eating them blocks and let the linebackers make the play.
1: Well, and something we saw, Clint. We saw a lot more blitzing. We did. And I think that is, the reason is is because I think Odom knew it was gonna be hard for our defensive backs to stay with their receivers. Yep. And now we may say, well, if that quarterback would have just thrown them better, they would have got us several times. Well, that quarterback threw them bad because the defense was working together. The def- we got pressure on him and caused him on a lot of those bad throws. He threw those too long or whatever because we were putting pressure on him because of the blitz and so that was just smart defense by Odom another thing is we saw the four man front Clint yeah four man front and Cincinnati wasn't ready for that the fickle in his post game press conference said they ran a different front than we were expecting so he was expecting the three man with the uh umbrella coverage Uh, Like he's, like we saw last year a lot. And so that, I thought Odom called a great game and I thought, I thought Brawls called a great game, but a lot of that too, I think was KJ made some great decisions out there for sure. If you're an Arkansas fan, you have to be happy with
0: KJ right now with where we stand with our quarterback. Oh my goodness! Well, I was. You, you, we already know I have a. I have a man crush on KJ Jefferson. Like yeah. he is. Uh, he looked he, good, Clint. He. Uh, he looked good. It's like KJ was not going to let us lose that game. No, he he really wasn't. Um, man, the other one, just you know, we we were before before the season we were talking about Trey Knox, Jefferson did Knox could come the new Jefferson to burks yeah and i think you saw that the best one that was that one he threw down the middle of the field trey went up and got yeah. i mean it was it was four first down yeah it was just insane an insane you know, crap
1: you could tell he trusts trey knox yeah and they talked about it in their post game press conference too because that that's they were they were the two offensive guys, two of the offensive guys they had in the post game. And um, they, they talked about that. He has trust there for him. I saw some trust between him and Hazelwood
0: too. I did too. I did too. Um, I, And you know, KJ made a couple of bad throws down the goal line. Mm. You could tell he was cramping and he just wasn't, yeah. you know, he, he was, he was off. Because that this heat's been disrespectful the last few days, I wouldn't read too much into that. But yeah,
1: well, the in the first game too, man. It's you know, it was funny uh, calling that high school game Friday night. You know, they uh, (laughs) the Murfreesboro was playing their first game of the season, and they were their guys were cramping up like crazy. You know, we were having to stop the game several times for them. That's just the way it is. You know, that first game you're exerting your body different than what you do during practice. And so cramps are a legit thing that happened in first games. So KJ had, you know, a few cramps here and there, but he's going to, he's going to get past that. And uh, I mean, the guy hadn't taken a hit all yeah. his last year. He hadn't taken a hit. You know, they say that they're not, they hadn't been tackling in practice and Clint, I'll be honest with you. When I was hearing that before the game, I was worried about how we would tackle. I thought our tackling was pretty good. You know, we, we, I thought we tackled well, considering we haven't, you know, they tackle an individual, but they haven't team tackled all,
0: yeah,
1: all practice, you know, all fall. And, uh, cause they want to keep everybody healthy. And I thought, well, however they're teaching tackling up there, they're doing it the right way because, the team tackled they swarm tackled pretty well i think there was a couple times i saw some guys standing around when they should have jumped in to try to help bring a guy down uh but i think that'll come cuz last year you didn't see that no with grant morgan and uh and uh, uh henry in there you know you you didn't see guys standing around you know waiting for a guy to go to the ground you know if he was still upright there was somebody jumping in there to make sure he went to the ground so um but anyway it i thought it was a good first game Clint. i thought it was uh you know a good game now let's talk about this who we we do a player of the game right now the obvious players of the game okay if we if we we're going to talk obvious players of the game it's kj and it's bumper
0: and, and yeah, and, and you got to you got to throw Trey Knox in the conversation too.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the obvious players of the game. So we don't do
0: we don't do obvious. I mean, sometimes we do. It depends on how sometimes lazy we're feeling. We sometimes but we, we had, do. We've had a whole season to build this up. I'm not going obvious. That's
1: right. No. Well, I'm going to be on the edge of obvious, but
0: anyway. Okay. Well, you know, I have. I have two MVPs, Travis. Okay. And neither one of them are personal. Okay. My MVP are COVID years and transfer portal. <laughs> COVID years? Okay. Yeah. because We wouldn't have bumper pool back was for COVID years. That's true. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to give a COVID year. You get a tip of the hat from me. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you. Before this season's done, uh, bumper pool, barring injury, will be Arkansas's all time leading tackle. Yeah. Um, he was all over the place, man. Fourteen tackles. The other one, the other one. When I say transfer portal, the 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 defense. Terry Ball played. A, I mean, Terry Hampton played a heck of a game. Yeah. Jordan Dominic played a heck of a game. Had a big strip sack, and if they hadn't grabbed his legs, he might have had a a scoop sack scoop score. Yeah. Um, somebody just happened to grab his legs as he's picking the ball up. Other than that was the only thing between him and the end zone. Yeah. Um, then um Landon Jackson come up big. Drew Sanders he's hard to block, man. Huh.
1: I watched him a few plays and he's hard to block. Like no. he may not have had the stats, you know, but Landon Jackson is hard to block.
0: Yeah. And he, you could tell um Drew Sanders come up huge. Drew uh, Sanders was fun to watch. He's he's once he
1: you could tell he's still trying to figure out the defense a little bit. Once he knows it, like pool knows it it's he's going to be pushing like numbers like grant was getting i mean he, he he's uh and and he's more athletic than either one of them the
0: the front seven the talent level between this year and last year and i don't know it should be the front six it, it's just so vastly different mm-hmm. i mean nobody loves grant morgan more than me yeah. nobody loves hayden henry more than me yeah Uh. I think, as far as NFL prospects go, they'll probably both make great lawyers. um mm-hmm. you know or you know I'm saying, I don't think either one of them's going to be in the NFL yeah, I don't know if Grant made the Jaguars or not. Um, he made I, the practice squad, I think practice squad. I do think you know he may get a cup of coffee, but eventually you know medical school is probably the route for him, and I hope he proves me wrong. Drew Sanders and Chris Poopa are probably both NFL prospects, yeah. I mean legit NFL's prospects and you've got some NFL talent on that defensive line now. Um you got guys they're gonna you know they're gonna make money in the NFL and I think you've got that and then that's not even talking about it. Hazelwood, Landers, um just the those the wide receiver, the additions there. Just the you got a the transfer portal really helped us out. And I don't think Pittman goes tries to build the team out of the portal, but I think he's very selective about who he brings in. Yeah. And he's not gonna bring guys in just to some, bring them in. He's picking some good ones. He's picking some good ones. So now, my my
1: player of the game, I gotta go with him because I've championed this guy. You're going with Trey Knox, aren't you? I'm going with Trey Knox, man. Just be, well, look. Part of it is I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm human. Part of it's just so I can say I told you so. No, yeah. But I, uh, you know, I've been saying it for a long time that I thought he was going to make a great tight end back when he was 215 pounds playing it. But I watched him block and he used his hands. Well, he was a willing blocker. He just didn't have the, the meat in his butt to do it. Okay. But he's out there. He's blocking. Well, now he didn't have one. He did give up a sack. Oh, He gave up a sack. Clint. That was ugly. That was ugly. I felt bad. I'm, I, you know, he he needed to get chewed out for that one. He should have held is what yeah. he should have done. Yeah, that was bad. However, um, seeing the relationship that him and KJ have, they've both been there together. And just the fact, look, a lot of guys in his position, and I know it's been said by lots of people, would have transferred out. A lot of people in his position, he didn't get playing time at receiver. I'm off. Someone else will give me a chance at receiver. I'm 6'5. I was one of the top receivers in the country coming out of high school. Um, you know, there, you know, I'll get somewhere else to play. He didn't. He stayed here and he believes he can make money in the NFL playing tight end. He's totally sold out to play tight end. You know, he caught that that jump pass. He said he didn't even see KJ. He just saw the ball coming in the air. He turned around and saw the ball up in there. He didn't even see it leave KJ's hand, and made a great play on it falling backwards. Okay, that wasn't an easy catch, you know. Even though it was a short throw, I mean, it was it wasn't easy. Um, and then that run down the sideline showed he still got speed.
0: Yeah,
1: I you know. Man, it, I,
0: I think Trey Knox may have made him some money yesterday.
1: Well, and we'll see what
0: happens the rest of the season, but
1: it was a great start for him.
0: No, it was a great start. But let's talk about Trey Knox a little bit and why, I, I, why I'm a fan of his. Trey Knox was probably out of Burks. All them guys was probably the best-looking receiver Chad Morris' last year. Yep. Then you go to his sophomore year. We're all expecting Trey Knox to take a huge step forward, a huge mm-hmm. step forward. He was probably the only guy that I'd say regressed in Pittman's first year. Yeah. He couldn't catch, he couldn't catch a cold. Yeah. He really couldn't. He had just a terrible sophomore year. Yeah. Burks and then Mike Woods kind of passed him by, and then Mac Woods ended up transferring. But yeah. you had other guys, Jackson, Warren Tops, come in that kind of beat him out at wide receiver. like you said, most guys would have transferred, but he's like, Man, my size. You know, he probably, and you know, I I still to this day will say Logan's got in his ear. Mm. You know, say you can make a lot of money at tight end. Yeah. You, 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 you're, and then so last year he just played it. It seemed like he played a little bit at the end of his sophomore year too, but I'm, I'm, but wasn't a full time move. Yeah. But I can't remember. I think he did. Yeah. I think he did. So, but he started, you started seeing that and it's like, okay, you know, and I think he got in doing it like, and he got his confidence back, and I think that was huge. Just getting his confidence mm-hmm. back, yeah. and and then and then he's he's let's just see the sky's the limit. Yeah. Uh, just like Pittman said, they got things to work on, but there was a lot of positives to take away. A lot of people want to focus on the negative, and that's and that's just fans for you. Yeah, don't make them bad fans. Don't make them good fans. It's just the fans, fans. fanatics. We, We, we worry, we, we take it personal, um, you know, and so that was, that was a crazy thing. And one of the things that me and you were talking about, about why receivers, you see the receivers, that's something you see in every game of college football now. Yeah. Uh, More, more. And I think the first time we really saw it at Arkansas, um, was, and and guys are doing this more, More was Bobby Petrino. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you remember Joe Adams, was committed to go to USC and was going to play defensive back, going to play cornerback for him, if yeah. I can't remember directly. Petrino comes in and goes, you're one of the best athletes in the state of Arkansas. I'll play you receiver. Come on in. Yeah, Because he wasn't going to go play for Houston Nutt because Houston Nutt didn't throw the ball. Yeah. So, But but you saw it about that time is when, you know, about the Petrino era is when you started seeing like, okay, we're going to focus on putting these premier athletes mm. on offense and defense. And that was about around the time you saw the change. So it used to be. In the day, like, it would be unusual to have an athlete like Darren McFadden come in and not play him at safety. Yeah. You know, and, of course, Arkansas made a wise decision there. But Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Houston, that's like, no, 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 you're going to tote that rock. So, yeah.
1: Well, Clip, now we got to look forward. Yeah. Uh South Carolina is coming in. Uh They beat Georgia State uh, 35-14 this last week. Georgia State, you know, they're not a juggernaut, but they're not bad. We did play them last year. Uh, They were, you know, they're a decent team. Um, Spencer Rattler was 23 of 37 with two interceptions, 227 yards, one touchdown. They had
0: uh, two running backs, got most of their carries. Right. uh I'm, look, I'm looking at well it looked like they had lloyd had 11 carries for 30 yards then bell and mcdowell both had seven carries yeah um now georgia state if i'm not mistaken they play the option right i think so so you know when you got a quarterback going seven of 29 that either says a lot about your defense or a lot about their offense yeah um you know and you look at they had 40 carries and. You know, thirty rushes and they lost. Uh, I think expecting...
1: here's the big thing here, though. Go ahead. Um, South Carolina had two blocked punts, which Beamer is a special teams guy. You know his his right. dad, Beamer Ball. Special teams are huge. Beamer was a uh, was the special teams coordinator at Georgia when Pittman was there. And Scott Fountain was the special teams analyst during that time. So Beamer is a big time special teams guy.
0: Okay. No, and I was just sitting here thinking it that is gonna be chess matches are always fun. When you when you watch like Barry Odom go against, you know, any Levy, any of these great offensive minds that are in the SEC, O'Brien. We see browls, you know, having to go up against these these top notch defense coordinators we have in the SEC. It's a fun chess match. Yeah. Beamer versus Fountain. Yeah. Is going to be a fun chess match. Yeah. It is going to be, and like or and like or good friend, I consider a good friend. Now, Reed Bauer says, it is the biggest exchange in yardage. Yeah. Which is something I never heard, but you can tell, like, that's been beat in their heads, like, yeah. how special special teams are. So, I'm looking forward to that chess match this week. Um, well, and I'll tell you one thing
1: that – and maybe it's because we spent time with him, talking to him. Um, I wasn't impressed with our new partner. Yeah, it was, was now, it, his it was the first game. It was his first game. He's a freshman. Um, but, and I, and I know part of it was his parents had traveled. That had to be part of it. If you're a coach, yeah. if, the, if it's close, you give the nod to that guy. He's, right. he's getting to play against his brother. You know, his brother hadn't seen his parents in two years. Um, they get to see both their boys on the field at the same time. Yeah. However, of course, I'm not saying Pittman made the decision just because of that. No, no. He has a great leg. But <clears throat> I just didn't feel like we had the consistency that we get from Bauer.
0: No, and I, and I agree. And, and I think, you know, you, you know I go back to when we had Coach Mullins on here is when you have guys that know their road. Yeah. And they step their road. Um, that's how you win championships. Yeah and um and i think you know you you see that with reed like reed's fine holding he's fine with doing whatever reed needs to do Well,
1: uh, i messaged him after the game and i said i said uh congrats on the win i said enjoy it uh, and get ready for those gamecocks and uh he messaged me back and said it was a it was a great team win and that's who that guy is right yeah no he and I think that's who this team is. I, I think do. That, that's who Pittman has them. Um, has them, you know. And and that was obvious when you saw. Did you? You didn't get to watch any of the pregame SEC nation stuff or anything, did you?
0: No. I mean, I got to see very little. Just highlights that I'd seen. I didn't get not watch any of it really. Listen, Clint, the national media
1: folks and the SEC media folks that are coming in. Are loving Arkansas. Yeah. They're loving Sam Pittman. They're loving Hunter check Uh, you know, they're they're loving what they see when they get up to Arkansas and they're seeing the fans, they're seeing everything. That that's the other thing from this weekend that could have been uh that could have been the not so, you know, the player of the game, the not so obvious player of the game would be just
0: Arkansas showing out there yeah. but I think when you look at it when you when you look at what the the top four people in the football program you're gonna start off with 100 year check yeah 100 year check gets Arkansas yeah then you got Sam Pittman yeah Sam Pittman gets Arkansas then you got Kendall Brose I probably called him Martin earlier I'm bad about doing that but you got Kendall Brose you got Barry Oden. both of them get Arkansas and I think they all, I think they all love it here. Obviously, I think eventually Browse is going to want to be a uh, head coach. Yeah,
1: I think both of them will before long. But I think they're really enjoying what they're doing right now. And but I we think they want to. They're committed to these players that they've recruited, that they've trained. Um, you know, and and we can lose them at any time. But but man, they, I mean. And when these national media people, these people that, or at least the SEC media people that talk to, I mean, they sit down with Saban, they sit down with Kirby Smart, they sit down, you know, all these different schools and and the, you know Kentucky where things are going well right now, and they say there is something special here at Arkansas, and I don't think they're just saying that because they happen to be there that weekend.
0: No, I but I agree they're with saying you.
1: that outside. In fact. Trey Biddy was, there was a guy from Josh Pate from yeah, CBS, uh, from CBS Sports. He came in and it was his first time. And I watched this uh, video of his podcast afterwards, and he said, There is something special going on in Arkansas. Yeah. He said that is a special place, and Sam Pittman's doing it the right way, and we're gonna see special
0: things from. Yeah. I don't I don't think Jeff Long ever truly got Arkansas. No. Um and I also don't think Belima ever got Arkansas.
1: No.
0: I don't think Morris got Arkansas. Belima was a northern guy. He was a yeah, no. I'm gonna tell you who else didn't get Arkansas. And and some people won't like this. Bobby Trino didn't get Arkansas. No, not at all. Um th- not th- at this, all. this is like a more talented Version of Houston nut Frank Brawls, in my honest opinion. Oh, I agree. And Frank Brawls is an icon. Icon. But Frank Brawls also got to, Frank Brawls in his day was an icon. Frank Brawls got to be a bit of a dinosaur.
1: Well, and and yeah, you're right. I think it's, I think Urachek is a version of Frank Brawls that's kept up with culture.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. And he gets it. He gets that there's a Twitter, this is the Twitter NIL generation. But he has a respect for the tradition. Yeah, he does. He truly gets it. I mean, that, that's what
1: came in the court after Nolan, uh, all the different things he's done. He, he has
0: a respect, you know. Um, and but here's I the think, thing. he He's pushed the right buttons too with his hires. At the end of the day, that's all anybody cares about. Do you get your hires right? Well, and the thing is, he's got his hires right across
1: the board. Yeah. You know, Musselman was on Paul Feinbaum. And he's like, yeah, he's – you know, Musselman's talking about – you know, he's talking about his basketball team and what he's looking forward to. He said, but, hey, right now I'm looking forward to what's going to happen with football this season and what Sam Pittman's going to do tomorrow. It was on Friday. Yeah. And what Sam Pittman's going to do tomorrow against Cincinnati. He said, and not only him, he said, but our soccer team's playing really good right now and our volleyball team's playing really good right now. You know, I mean, these coaches – you know, keep bragging on each other. You know, Pittman was asked about, uh, was it the softball coach that just got a new contract a couple weeks ago? I think so. Yeah. And uh, was asked about that. And he's like, oh, she deserves it. You
0: know, she, you know, she's done so great. You know, maybe,
1: I mean, he just, have the they have so much respect for each other.
0: Yeah. The synergy at Arkansas, I mean, you, you just look at it across the board, they're there to support each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't even bring up Kentucky a few weeks ago when you've got Calipari Perry and, uh, I'm gonna break far on his name. Stoops. Stoops, when you're having them, you know, having a having a peeing contest between each other. Yeah, you know, like oh, we're a football, no, we're a basketball school. We play football. I mean, yeah, yeah. which there's nothing to go to Arkansas basketball game and not and seeing Sam Pittman there. or yeah. Football game, you know, you got Muslin coming out throwing breakfast burritos. Yeah. Um. No. All
1: but, right. Let's. We we're about to run out of time here, Clint. But uh, sorry, I'm rambling, aren't I? We're both rambling, I think. That's what happens. We're getting fired up. We're fired up about football, man. It's football season.
0: Yeah, it's fun.
1: So let's just say real quick, what's sure. something that jumped out at you from just football as a general, in general? Okay. Uh, my first one. Let me say mine first because I know no, I, I, think I really. know what yours is. Oh,
0: you know what mine is.
1: And and mine is gonna. Yours is gonna play off mine very well. Okay. Sure. So, mine is this. First of all, the SEC was 13 and 1 this week. Okay. They won all their games, and the ones that were the, the big time matchups, okay, all but one, were SEC showed out. Okay. Bo Nix. <laughs> Bo Nix <Nicks> looked bad <laughs> against the, you know, against Georgia. Do you think that was Bo Nix or was it Georgia? No, it's both. Yeah. Oh, both, both. It's was, it was a little more. It's a little more. It's a little more. Uh, it's more Georgia than anything. Yeah. But the SEC looked uh, looked good. But here's the other thing, Clint. Do you know who? Just, just a reminder. Just a reminder of how tough our schedule is. Just a little quick reminder. Do you know who Ole Miss starts the season off with?
0: I saw it and I can't remember.
1: Okay, they played Troy. Oh, yeah. Okay, Troy's – okay, it's Troy, right? Right, yeah. ULM, it's whatever. Do you know who their second game's against? Isn't it like Old Dominion or somebody like that? No, UCA. Oh, wow, yeah. So, Ole Miss pretty much gets to start off the season with two practice games. Yeah. Arkansas gets to start off the season with Cincinnati and then follow that up with what is probably going to be by the end of the year, an extremely tough South Carolina team.
0: Yeah, I'm happy we're getting South Carolina early in the year because if you watch what Beamer did last year, yeah. they, they did they they did this all season. Now, it, it, a lot of it depends on can he develop Spencer Rattler. But now you did say one loss, right? Yeah,
1: I did. And Clint, that was a game. As I was watching it, I was really thinking about you. I was thinking about you because here's what I know. We've been friends a long time. Yes. And I know we both have a disdain for LSU. We don't like them. If LSU was facing,
0: oh, let's say Satan. I would probably pull for Satan.
1: You would be wearing a red horns and a tail.
0: Yeah, okay. I'd do that anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, I mean, you know, I mean. And as a preacher, I'm sorry, I got you. as a preacher, man, I wouldn't wear them on the outside, but I'd be wearing an undershirt. Okay, yeah. so, uh, <clears throat> but then they were playing Florida State, Damn. who has a coach, my boy Big C's not a big fan of.
0: I'm not a fan of. Now, I'm
1: not a fan of him either. I I dislike him a little he bit, didn't bit. Come more. to
0: Arkansas. Yeah.
1: But my boy Big C really isn't a fan of it. And so I'm thinking, who is Clint want to see win this game? This is one of those where you were probably rooting
0: for an atom bomb, maybe. I, I was. I was, <laughs> I was on a plane, so I didn't get to watch one second of the game. But then I got – I looked at my phone, and I was like, holy crap. I couldn't believe it that LSU – lost to Florida State, and it was in the state of Louisiana. It was in New Orleans. Mm. Now, but now you brought something very, very important up while you were talking earlier that you probably didn't even think of. What's that? Okay, so LSU's record is now 0-1. Yeah. Florida State is 2-0. and 0. Mm. How big was that rental win they had in week zero? How big was it that they got to go out there and they got to practice against another team? Yeah. And LSU. Here's the thing the two fakest coaches in fall college football, fake, fake. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Norval is not going to win that many games. They may squeak into a bowl. Mm-hmm. Brian Kelly is as fake as it comes. <laughs> he, he may recruit decent, maybe just cause, just cause me and you could go recruit decent in LSU. Yeah. I mean it just that that's the long and short of it. Yeah. But he's he, he's a fake individual. He came in trying to be a fake southerner. And like I said with Reed Bauer, kids see through that. Yeah. Kids will either fight hard for you or they won't. Yeah. I think you're gonna see, and so you're gonna see if he can turn it around really quick. I don't think he can. No. Yeah. I, I think I've been on record saying I think it was a disastrous hire.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's like you spent 10 million dollars for that. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, like, you could watch Notre Dame play f- for Freeman. Isn't that isn't that the coach's name? I think so. They played Until hard. They were playing hard for him. Mm-hmm. They were playing their butt off for him. They lost to Ohio State, who's probably – but they looked like two top ten teams out there that were playing hard to win a game. Yeah. I'm sorry, did I get off – let me get off this – let me get, let me move my pulpit here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, no, he uh, – no, I, I just think it was it, – it was too – Terrible coaches. Well, Brian Kelly's had a good career, but I think the advantages that are built into Notre Dame. Because mm-hmm. they they pretty much do everything they can to make yeah. sure Notre Dame is good. They have a national recruiting base. They have a national recruiting base. You have your own television contract. You have so many advantages. And you're not having to go in living rooms and recruit against Alabama and Arkansas and Texas a and I mean, well, they are, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah. But it, it, it's just, it's it's different. It's different. And he's going to have a much, much harder time. And I think he got his wealth from the SEC. Now he may turn it around and shut me up. It wouldn't be the first time someone shut me up. Mm-hmm. Probably won't be the last, but I don't, um, I, I think, I just don't, I'm. I never was a fan of the hire, and I think it's going to end up being a disaster. And, and by the way, I did do a little bit of research earlier because somebody posted this. It was Saturday down south, and you know, we look at Arkansas' schedule and being like, being like, wow. And they were, somebody had said, all right, here's who, here's who, the remaining tough games were LSU, 0 1 dot, 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 Brian Kelly in danger of missing bowl season one in season year one. So they got to go – they got Mississippi State at home. Mm-hmm. Then they play at Auburn. Then they got Tennessee. They got to go to the Swamp. They got to play Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, and AM. and Wow. I mean, that's just – well, the,
1: the other thing of what I saw in college football – and and I guess I'm focusing a little more on SEC. Is quarterback play is good in the SEC? Right. Even and, and Vanderbilt has a good quarterback right now.
0: Yeah. And and in football, you're only more as good quarterback look
1: good. Yeah.
0: And I thought we also. And by the way, just I'm going to say this as well. I thought we protected KJ well. I thought the offensive line yeah. played a good good game. He had a clean pocket. And people, somebody was saying like he was moving a lot, but that's Arkansas's offense. Okay, you don't, you know, it makes no why would you try to make a pocket when you have KJ Jefferson? Yeah. Don't make no sense. Sometimes KJ is his best when just the running lane opens up and he takes off. Yeah. So
1: All right, so Clint, what's your prediction on the South Carolina game? Uh 30 31 14 Arkansas. 31 14. I'm going to say uh Twenty eight twenty four, Arkansas.
0: Really? So you're speaking you're picking a much closer game than I am. Yes. Now it now we gotta stay up for this one because if we sleep on South Carolina, they will beat us. Oh yeah. Uh, Beam, Beamers, they're very well coached.
1: Yep.
0: Very, very, very well coached. Very
1: well coached. And um I'm afraid they're I well. I'm worried they're gonna get us on one special team somewhere. Uh I hope not. I hope not. But um when teams emphasize it like beamers do, he learned from his dad when they play big games, they
0: they that that's what happens. So I and I, and you know what, I would be worried about it, but I also think Arkansas does the same thing. Yeah. I think Pittman gets – I, I don't think Pittman – Yeah. You know, um, Pittman – I think it was Brian Kelly that he said, in my opinion, Sam Pittman's the best offensive line coach in college football. Yeah. Um, But – and I think you see that going – but, you know, Beamer's probably the best special teams coach in college football, but Scott Fowler's pretty good too. Yeah. I think they've worked together. They're going to take it as a challenge, and it's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah.
1: All right. Um. Before we go, Clint, I just want to talk about, uh, I didn't tell you about this, but uh, I think you're going to be cool with it. Uh, In case you hadn't heard, I want to send our prayers and just respects out to Washtenaw Baptist University. Oh, yeah. Uh, They had a current football player. I I think he was played quite a bit. Um, From what I understand, he got... May have gotten taken a hit in the game or something like that. And then, uh, two days later, died of an aneurysm. Uh, his name is Clark Yarbrough. Um, you know, I, when I was at Washita Clint, we had a, um, and, and of course, you played Division Two. Right. Yeah. And when I was there, we had a guy that, um, was a football player that died drowning in, in late degree. And um he wasn't, he was a guy, he was a backup, but, but he was a big personality on the team and he, um well, he may not have been a backup. I can't remember, but anyway, it, it hurt. It hurt the whole campus, you know, and when you're a small school college like that, you're a, you're very, you know, in places like Washtenaw, you know, they get the whole student body together once a week for chapel. Right. Okay. Um, They do a lot of things to build community within that campus. And so, and this guy was an RA, you know, so he, you know, he was an RA in the dorm. uh, So he probably got to know guys a little more than some even, you know, and so that, man, that's going to be, Todd Knight, the coach of OBU, is a great football coach, but he's also a great man. And he dealt with Antoine's death years ago. Well, that was when he had first got there. And I can't imagine Clint as a coach having to deal with this a second time. Um, so I really feel for him as a leader to have to lead through uh, with these, to look in those young men's eyes as they try to practice this week and get ready for whoever they play, I don't I don't know who they play. Wichita's picked to do well this year, um, you know they're they're picked to be one of the best teams in the in the conference and all that. But um, I just can't imagine, and so uh, it really whether you uh, whether you're a fan of them or not, it makes you want to root for them anyway. Well, Clint, it's been a fun one. Hogs getting ready for South Carolina. Let's go. Let's take them.
0: Yeah, let's uh let's have another good good game next week and hopefully um hopefully we're back on here celebrating another big W. That's right. Like, share, 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 share.
1: <clears throat> please share. Please share. Please. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Please share. Hey,
0: you share. We're, share. Yeah.
1: we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on all those other places too. We love you, fans listeners watchers thank you so much we are out go hawks whoopee sweat work
0: filthy dirt harvest hurt kingdom come Why I swear when I work My hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no heartache till
1: I hurt Crying your kingdom come Listen I wake up in
0: the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna the change These prayers breaking up hard drives So I can the sea. Ain't afraid of no exit pain Lord knows I gotta follow his lead That's why I swear when I work My hands get
1: filthy, down.